the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Courageous Christianity, a public nonprofit ministry equipping Christian warriors for the spiritual battlefield. The intersection of our faith and the world is a battlefield strewn with debris of a fallen world that challenges even the hardiest souls. And yet, this intersection is the context of our faith. As courageous Christian warriors, we must navigate this difficult terrain in our personal walk and as we seek to bring Christ to those who are lost and struggling. Friends, welcome and thank you for joining us on Courageous Christianity. I'm Richard Mendelo, and as always, I'm joined by and so grateful for my wedded wingman, Christy Mendelo. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad to be here and wedded to you. Amen. Thank you, God. Friends, we are talking about real faith for the real world. We're in week five of Boot Camp, and this series is designed to try and help us create alignment in our lives. I think we see a lot of misalignment in the world. For sure. And it's uh, medicated. It is heartbreaking. Yeah, a lot of pain. A lot of pain, a lot of people in struggle. And today we are going to talk about pudding. Pudding? Pudding? Pudding. I thought you said pudding. No, but pudding. 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 Wait a second. What sort of pudding? Uh, it can be any pudding you want. Chocolate? But the point we're going to get to... <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, ...is going to, I hope, uh, be enlightening. And before we get started, let us pray together. And then, friends, you'll find out why we're going to talk about pudding. Yeah, interesting. I'm waiting. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love and for the amazing opportunity we have to serve you. We thank you for each of our listeners, and we ask today that you guide our conversation. Lord, we pray that you would speak through us, that all may hear and better understand the plans you have for each of us, as we strive to live as new creations in abundant, intentional, and authentic life, in the alignment and power of your Son, in whose name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, we're talking about pudding, and the reason is because over the last number of weeks, we have talked about creating alignment, right? Yep. Uh, You think about your values, and you think about your strengths and your passions, and you think about God and who God is to you and who you are to Him, and ultimately, you come up with a mission statement for this very special time that we have on earth. And the good that we can do while we're here. And then in that mission statement, you think about goals and objectives and tasks. And that way, on a daily basis, you're walking in alignment. If I said to you, what's important to you? And you said, God, then more than likely, if I asked you, did you observe the Sabbath this week? You would say yes. More than likely. More than likely. And if God is important to you, then if we looked in your checkbook we would probably see a check written to 
uh, your charity or an offering uh, to the church as your tithes. And so we would see alignment in you. What we would see, and I've said this before on the show, and I'm, I'm sure people have heard it before as well, when you look at your checkbook or you look at your schedule, you can tell what you value. Absolutely. And so the proof is in the pudding. Oh, look at that. But um bum. Yes. <laughs> Let laughter. That's where we That's were going hilarious. with this, friends. Because in the Marine Corps we're always talking about effects on target. We go to great extent uh to understand whether or not we're having the desired effects on target. I.e. the ingredients that we're putting in the bowl, are they creating the desired pudding? And so I think the reason why I was thinking about pudding so much is because of King Charles and the whole coronation thing. Right. And uh, if you're going to talk about pudding, then you've got to be talking about the British. I don't know. I, you've just made me wonder something that I've probably never wondered in my entire life. Where did pudding come from? I don't know where pudding came <laughs> from. But before the show, I asked Mike what his favorite food would be. And if he could have anything he wanted for dinner, what would it be? And he said enchiladas. He did not say pudding. He said cheese enchiladas. I know, and that's about one of my favorite foods, too. I'm so, hungry-er. <laughs> hungry-er. So being a chili guy, maybe we would talk about chili, um, because if you put the right ingredients in the bowl and you put it all together with the right heart, then you'll have good chili. I'm all about the chili, but in honor of King Charles, with no offense to Queen uh, Camilla, we're going to maybe just talk about chili. But w- what's in my heart, friends, is the struggle that we see all around us is indicative that the pudding isn't right because there isn't alignment and we have families struggling where if you look at them at dinner, they're on their cell phones and uh, we're all struggling and I'm not pointing a finger at anybody. And so our collective pudding or chili, I think reflects misalignment. So if I can kind of bring it, back around, make sure I understand. So we're talking about proof is in the pudding, and that pudding is essentially our life. You know, you use right. whatever food you want. <laughs> I'm using chili. You're using chili. So proof is in the chili of uh, y- your life, and and it kind of makes me think about um, the fruits of the Spirit. Right. If we're doing what we should be doing, what we were created to do, what our hearts desire to do and need to do, then we will have the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, goodness, gentleness, self-control, faithfulness, and so forth. And the people around us will be influenced by that. And ultimately, as Christians on this earth, we are transformed through Christ so that we can then transform the world around us. Yeah, for sure. So the proof is in the pudding and the chili And friends, as we have talked about this over the last couple weeks, we have talked about Bud Light and one of the worst cases of corporate misalignment to have come to our knowledge in recent years. And there's a lot, I'm sure, that isn't uh, in the open. That's probably just as ugly. But this story is not told and we haven't followed it in an effort to bash anybody. This isn't about the transgender community. It's not about the LGBTQ community. It isn't about that at all. It's about a corporation that lost sight of its mission 
and its values and its purpose and the values of its clientele, the people it's supposed to serve, and there's a big mess. So essentially, we could be the corporation. We can, and many of us are. Right. And you don't just uh, do one and done. I got organized. I'm back on track. The oh, devil doesn't leave you no, alone. never. <laughs> and so this is a daily thing for all of us. It is. Uh, and that's why we talk a lot about being intentional. So just to catch you up, uh, I'm sure you've heard about it, but Bud Light hitched the Clydesdales to the transgender wagon by hiring a transgender spokesman to speak to America. And uh, everything has not gone well. Uh, The proof is in the pudding. Revenue is decreasing. Market share is decreasing. Bud Light's competitors are uh, forever grateful for the recipient of that market share. And we have heard recently from the CEO of Bud Light. And his response is amazingly interesting because it's neither humble or contrite. And in fact, it is quite prideful. Uh, He doesn't point to leadership as the way back. He doesn't point to getting in touch with values as the way back. He doesn't apologize to America. He basically had a very condescending response, which is that the Bud Light brand was broad enough to handle this problem, this backlash, no big deal. And so... If he looks at the pudding, chili, are we doing chili or pudding? I, I, I think we probably need to stick with one. Well, let's chili. not forget our values. This is America we're talking to. This is <laughs> Texas we're talking to. So chili. So in honor of uh, and gratitude for that, we're going to talk about chili. So uh, Bud Light's producing some horrible chili, and uh, $5 billion, I think, was their loss so far, uh, 25% of uh, sales dropping. And amazingly, they have even offended the LGBTQ community because having stepped back from that relationship with the transgender spokesperson, now the LGBTQ community feels betrayed. So what I I just want to take away from this is when you're out of alignment, the collateral damage for the world around you is huge. Um, You're not... You're not connected to God. You're not on your knees every morning reminding uh, yourself whose you are. You aren't in prayer. You're not reading the word. And the devil's not going to leave you alone. So then you get off track. And the people around you that you should be lifting up and helping and on whom you should be shining light, they're damaged. I don't know if this will make sense, but you said earlier something about market share and my marketing brain goes back to market share and I don't know this or at all but when you're marketing a product you want to essentially reach the masses I would guess that the transgender market is is small and you know there are a lot of different markets um, and I'm not saying I don't have any judgment to this or not but from a corporate standpoint thinking about well we want to reach the masses, I wonder why they chose to um, take for, this forsake risk. The, forsake the greater demographic right. for a very small demographic. And so when we apply it to our lives, again, we talked about this before getting our wheels off the pavement. Um, sometimes we can just really be simply confused about 
the data in our life, the reality. And I think that's one of the things we're trying to get people to look at is look at the reality of your life. We have no judgment to it, but then make decisions based on what you're seeing, i.e. the fruits of the spirit. Yeah. Let's not, let's not live in pretense. Let's live in what is real. If you are in debt, uh, there have been job losses. Inflation is ridiculous. The oil companies spent the summer taking advantage of the American public. And I'm a big believer in capitalism, of course. And I do believe the government should stay out of the market. But I also believe that when we all have God in our lives, then we conduct ourselves as we should in the marketplace. Amen. And so real people are struggling right. in all of this. And... um we can all have that misalignment. And so we're talking about that and we're talking about how to get back on track. But what you see in the CEO of this company, the absence of repentance, the absence of humility, the insane hubris to pretend that you're supposed to lose market share and you're supposed to give your revenue to your competitors. Friends, I worry sometimes in our misalignment we aren't as honest as we should be. We're not looking at the realities. And we keep trying to say, yeah, it's working, yeah, it's working, right. and it's not. That's real. And the sooner we make that admission and the sooner we take steps to get back on track, the sooner we can be eating an awesome bowl of chili with crackers and any beer other than Bud Light. Stay with us, friends. We're going to be back in the second <laughs> seven. And you got my- Hello, everyone. This is Christy Mendelow. As you may know, I'm host Richard Mendelow's wingman. You might wonder what a wingman is. Here on Courageous Christianity, it means I'm here to support the host of this show and our efforts to accomplish our mission. That mission is to equip Christian warriors for the spiritual battlefield, and we need your help to do that. Your tax-deductible support is what keeps us on the air and sustains our ongoing efforts. Courageous Christianity is a public, nonprofit ministry. If you'd like to support our mission and this ministry, you can do so by texting any amount to 281-800-4940. That's 281-800-4940. And for a donation of $25 or more, we will send you a signed copy of Richard's book, Right Makes Might, 40 Days to Courageous Christianity. You will absolutely love this devotional, and it will help you to be more equipped in your walk as a courageous Christian. If texting isn't a fit, you can also donate by going to CourageousChristianity.today. So text to donate to 281-800-4940 or go to CourageousChristianity.today. Friends, thank you. We are so very grateful for your listenership and for your support. Friends, welcome back. You're listening to Courageous Christianity. We are in week five of our boot camp series which is designed to help us all to find alignment. And I've said before, I picture myself on my knees at the foot of the cross each morning, getting my orders from God, aligning myself to him, thinking about him and what he wants for me. And then that vertical line from him to me, then flowing out horizontally to the world where I can be a blessing to those around me. And if I don't have that initial alignment, then the blessing that I can be and all of that opportunity goes away, and it goes away for all of us. So if you will trust us in the boot camp process, it will help to identify an aligned path for you because it can be difficult. 
Christy developed this program, and she's an expert on change. She is a coach, often referred to as a transformational coach, where she helps people to bring transformation to their lives. And together during COVID, as we brought this program to the market, we added the military perspective, which has some incredibly important aspects, like a proper mission statement with commander's intent. And then we said that ultimately you should have a command philosophy like a squadron commander or a battalion commander can post on the wall of the spaces of that unit. And that command philosophy will say to the world, this is what I believe, this is what we stand for, and this is what we're doing here. And then you read that on a daily basis and and you stay aligned that way. So at the break, you remember in the first segment we were talking about pudding, and uh, Mike made a wonderful joke. He said that Bud Light is guilty of putting the cart before the horse. <laughs> but um, so yet I again. just wanted to give him that. Good one, Mike. <laughs> he probably <laughs> spent the whole first segment oh, thinking about it. I want to go back and enchiladas real quick, and this is just coming to me. I don't know if it's going to work or not, but you know when you're following a recipe for a thing like chili you you have it written down now there's some amazing cooks out there that don't follow a recipe but it's written down and as you were talking about the mission and as we've covered uh goals and um objectives and you were just talking about the command philosophy written down one of the things i've said to myself is if it's not written down it doesn't get done so you know we're not just talking about this boot camp we're actually talking about uh, really spending time work. work, writing the values down, writing the goals down. We talked about smart goals a couple of ep- episodes ago um, and having it. And I actually designed a map, my action plan to put in front of you on a daily basis. I don't know about you out there listeners, but for me, I've got to see it on a daily basis. I, I'm a visual personality and I've got to see it to remember it. And so if you're not writing this down, then this is a missed opportunity. Absolutely. It's not just going to happen. If it was going to happen, it would have happened. Very you true. don't fall into alignment. It takes work. And by the way, while you're doing that work, the devil and his forces are trying to keep you in a place of misalignment. Because if you picture yourself on your knees receiving your orders from God and that flowing out onto the world around you, the devil absolutely doesn't want that. He doesn't want truth. He doesn't want good. He doesn't want kindness. He doesn't want unity. He wants all of that broken up into divisive isolationism. And we can't achieve anything there. Um, So it's not going to happen by accident. And you're actually on a battlefield trying to get it done. And there are forces opposing you. And so here's something to think about. War is about change. I said battlefield. I said spiritual battlefield earlier. War is about change. With war, through war, you're trying to affect a change in a system. It might be a cultural system, an ethnic system, a political system, a geopolitical uh, system, a behavioral system. You are trying to change a system. You are trying to create effects, right? And you have to measure whether or not you're having effects. In the Marine Corps, as I said, we call it effects on target. And we do all kinds of things to measure that. Battle damage assessments. What is that? 
uh, a battle damage assessment. Let's say you're flying a fighter and you drop some bombs on a target. Well, now intelligence assets will come back and look at that target and see if the bombs have the desired effects. Okay, makes sense. Thank you for asking that. And it's a great point because what Christy said a minute ago, if you never drop the bombs, don't be looking for effects. Yeah, so I guess, um, and I think it's cool we talk about the, the war, the military aspect, um, because I really, as I've said before, it really uh, solidifies this boot camp process. It's not just another setting goals activity. Uh, but how would we apply that to our daily lives, like that kind of an, um, a line or that metaphor, how would that be applied? Dropping bombs in our life. Clearly, we probably don't want to drop okay. bombs in our lives. Number one, you <laughs> did something. It was an action. You didn't just end up over the target dropping bombs. You planned it. You thought about what the target should be. You thought about how that target was going to help you. And then you were over it, and then you dropped the bombs. And so in our personal lives... If you want alignment, let's say you have said your values are faith, uh, family, honesty, integrity, hard work. If those are your values and you work that into a mission statement where you said, I will work hard each day for my God, for my family, and for the people around me. In order to. In order to glorify God and... Be a blessing right. to the world around me. Now you go to work, and you are not just, God bless you, uh, Corey over there, who's a new addition to the team, and we're blessed to have him here. Apparently, he's allergic to what I'm saying. <laughs> um, we love you, brother. No worries. <laughs> so, friends, if you have those values and that mission statement, and then with intention you woke up in the morning, and you spent time with God, and then you made time to uh, have a visit with your wife and the kids, let's say, before you're, they're off to school and you're off to work, and now you're, in, your, in your heart you're going to do everything as if unto the Lord, and you've done the work, that's your plan. The goal is that single day to go through that day as a man of faith, and then... At night, you're seeing, did I have effects on target? You look at your kids. Do they feel loved? You look at your wife. Uh, are we connected? Um, you take this time at the dinner table with everybody. And you helped at work. And whatever job you do, uh, you did it as if unto the Lord. I see the most amazing things on my travels around this world. And I see... As we were pulling into uh, the airport in Tokyo on Friday, there was a team of baggage handlers ahead of the airplane. And keep in mind, they're getting ready to unload this big, giant airplane with thousands and thousands of pounds of bags and cargo on it. And they were all doing uh, stretching and calisthenics together uh, as a team, loosening up and getting ready to do this job. Wow, interesting. And do you know what I thought about when I saw that? No. Same thing I think about when I see everything good. I thought about God. Well, yeah. And I yeah. thought about how when we are together and we're not in a place of pride and we're just focused on 
being the people he wants us to be, how mutually supportive and beneficial it is. And that way, if I'm having a bad day, you're having a good day, and together we're still having a good day. Well, pulling people up, and one of the things that um, that I was just writing some notes down as you talked about uh, faith, family, and hard work, that example, and, and you talked about the example where the person was in alignment, and I wrote down that some outcomes, calm, love, connectedness <clears throat> in the evening. Conversely, uh, to kind of tie it all together, if you didn't, if you weren't living in alignment with those values, faith, family, and hard work, perhaps you didn't start off in your Bible in the morning, um, you didn't have dinner at the dinner table, you were late and you let work take its place, and maybe you cut corners at work, right? Well, in the evening, then there likely would be anxiety, conflict, and disconnectedness. And and so, you know, um, especially, you know, the man of the household it's a leadership role to be in alignment. When you when you talked about that alignment, calm, love, and connected, all I saw was a man that has led his family well. But I think, again, not judgment. This is an opportunity. If you're seeing anxiety, conflict, and disconnectedness coming from your life and what you're doing, then this is an opportunity to check in, get real, and and pull your family up as you're talking about that team kind of pulled people up by doing their exercise and stretching. Absolutely. And friends, I'm not pretending we don't have down days. I am not pretending we don't have bad days. But if we've been a good leader and if we've been a good friend and if we've been a good husband, then my bad day, I've got a partner who's ready to help me up and pick me up. And uh, in Proverbs, the Bible says two are better than one so that if one falls, there's another there to lift him up. And so we're not talking about perfection here because if we were perfect, we wouldn't need all of this. What we're doing is talking about honesty. And so in order to put those bombs on target, you had a plan. And that plan mattered. And it was prioritized because you got to keep the main thing the main thing. You can't be all things to all people. Right. And so what you said was, my God will be first, and from that will flow my relationship with my spouse and my relationship with my children. And as I know I am loved by God, my children will know they are loved by me, and then I'll go in the world, and that's what people will see in me. Those are the effects. Those are the effects. It didn't happen by accident. You made a plan. You decided that that target was important, and... Then you structured things so it was around that target. And now you're going to take stock in the evening. You're going to do a battle damage assessment. And did you have the requisite effects on target? And if you didn't, you don't want to do like that CEO and make all kind of pretenses and blame and fire third-party people. What you want to do is take the shortest distance between you and Jesus. And to the foot of the cross and say, Lord, had a bad day, didn't do what I I wanted to do. My bombs are all in the weeds. Help me to do better tomorrow. And so, friends, if you stay with us, we will talk more about this in the third segment. Friends, since we launched this show, Christy Mendelow has been my wingman on Courageous Christianity. To our message of courageous faith, she adds her invaluable perspective as a transformational coach. 
She's the walking embodiment of courage and compassion, and she brings this to bear on those going through divorce in her own show, The Divorce Coaching Hour, which airs Saturdays from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 KKHT, The Word. For those who are struggling in their marriages, she brings hope with guests who speak to the myriad counseling options available. For those who are going through divorce, she offers invaluable technical assistance. And for those who are coming out of divorce, she delivers a unique perspective on the opportunity for growth and change. If you are, or a friend or family member is, struggling in a marriage, contemplating or going through divorce, you need a wingman. You'll want to tune in each Saturday to hear from Christy and her guests. One thing is for sure, as I have learned over all the shows on Courageous Christianity and personally, you can count on Christy for truth, for a faith-based perspective, for compassion, and for insightful guidance. Tune in each Saturday. She'll be there for you as well. Don't miss the Divorce Coaching Hour every Saturday at 1 p.m. on 100.7 FM, KKHT, The Word. They fought for our freedom and made sacrifices most of us can't imagine, and now our veterans need our help. Hi, friends. I'm Christy Mendelow, Richard's wingman here on Courageous Christianity. You possibly heard us talking about Freedom Alliance on the show. It's an organization near and dear to our hearts. Freedom Alliance is healing the wounds of war, including the devastating emotional injuries that cause veterans to reject God's love. Freedom Alliance is saving lives and military marriages. They rehabilitate wounded heroes, donate customized wheelchairs to amputees, and provide college scholarships to the sons and daughters of military heroes. I hope you'll join us in supporting our combat veterans by donating to Freedom Alliance today. I urge you to visit freedomalliance.org to learn more about their mission. We at Courageous Christianity know the team at Freedom Alliance and we've seen them do the Lord's work. They are committed to helping ordinary Americans who've done extraordinary things. Please go to freedomalliance.org to make a contribution that will change a hero's life. Friends, welcome back. You're listening to Courageous Christianity, and God bless America indeed. And God bless each of you who are listening. We're talking about our boot camp series, and over the last four weeks, we've been through a lot of uh, work on values and strengths and passions and mission and alignment, all of which is to create alignment. And today we're talking about measuring the effects on target, battle damage assessment, after action reports, which is all things we talk about in the Marine Corps, as we assess if the ingredients are in the bowl, and if the chili is turning out the way we want it to turn out. And as we talk about this, I want to remind you of this one quote that Albert Einstein said, which I think is so brilliant. He said, not everything that can be counted counts, and not everything that counts can be counted. And so when I thought about that, I immediately thought about work. And men especially take a lot of their self-worth from their work. And so if you went to work and you were counting on that raise and you're measuring who and what you are by your salary, yeah, right? That's a very common thing for men to do. And now you don't get that raise or you don't think your salary is what it should be. Or you look around and you see other people with more. Now you might impute uh, a lack of self-worth on your part and a lack of ability. So not everything that can be counted counts because maybe that man who's driving that fancy car is living an empty life. 
And maybe on a daily basis he's missing opportunities to love the people around him. And maybe he's barely hanging on and we don't know that at night when he takes stock, he's in a very empty, isolated place. And so whoever we see and wherever we see them, number one, we're praying for them. I think it's Psalm 47 or or possibly 36. It says, We are fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it too well. And so what that means to me is our souls know the truth. Oh, yeah. Like orphans who want to know their birth parents. Our souls know from whence they came. They come from God. That's probably why we feel so disconnected. Yes, and so those people who aren't in alignment, that is a painful, painful place. I was talking to some guy yesterday, and he said, "Uh, you were a Marine Corps fighter pilot? And I said, yeah, I flew attack jets. And he said, I guess you're not scared of anything. Ooh, wow, that's a perspective. And I said to him, I'm scared of being disconnected from God. And he just looked at me like, okay, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I was talking attack jets, and you're talking about God. <laughs> so you got to be careful about how you're measuring things. Well, I think we live in the comparison world uh, a lot, and it's interesting. I have a saying that I've adapted over the years. I just added a word to it. Is I've been saying, don't blame, don't complain, and don't explain, but I just added compare to it. Don't blame, don't complain, don't explain, and don't compare. I think that's a brilliant way to do it because at the end of the day, it's between you and God. My mom once said to me when I was a little kid, she said, when you go to sleep at night, when you put your head on your pillow, it's between you and God, and you make sure that you can have an honest conversation with him. Amen, Mom. That's great. Great. uh, um, Especially just after Mother's Day. Yes. Okay. Good Good on mom. So in terms of conducting battle damage assessments, assessing effects on target, you realize what that implies. Tell us. It implies we're asking ourselves questions about how we did. Oh, yeah. And we might not even realize it because they might be kind of lurking in the background. And didn't we talk last week about how you can sometimes be afraid of the vulnerability of asking questions? Uh, Well, there's a lot of studies on questions, um, and I don't know the statistics, but absolutely, I would say you're, you're right. So what are some of the questions that you think we can ask quietly in a very safe place, knowing we're loved by the creator of the universe, so as to help ensure that we are assessing accurately the flavor of that chili? So I think um, a couple things that starting from kind of top down, so to speak, is um, maybe what is alignment for you? So starting there, this kind of flows with the progress of boot camp. Um, What would that alignment look like? Oh, that's a great question. If you were aligned, what would that look like? Yeah, what would that look like? And really spend time. And that can actually, when that question comes up, that can even like scare you. So re- keep reminding yourself uh, that you're in a safe space. This is just kind of getting what's in your mind and heart down on a piece of paper. I, I recommend um, grabbing a blank piece of white paper and, you know, it's it can be thrown away. It can be... Uh, capped, whatever. It's just a blank piece of paper to get your thoughts and ideas down. And then um, then when you have that vision, 
where are you out of alignment? Yeah, I I think this is you're onto something so important here because what if we're measuring something that isn't one of our values and I go back to a man measuring his self-worth by how much money he makes. Yeah. I did that for decades. Yeah. And I would get back from a trip at one in the wow. morning. I've just driven home from the airport. I've uh, My ears are ringing from the noise of airplanes. And I would drive past this one townhouse community that they were just building. And it had for sale signs. And there was a big developer sign in front of it. And I would look at that. And I would imagine that that guy was so successful and doing so well and making so much money. And after this amazingly hard day, which took me all over the country... I would be sitting there feeling like I was less than. Yeah, that comparison game is, uh, as we kind of call it in the coaching world, can really be destructive. And so that's why we want to get people back to the reality of the situation as quickly as possible. So I was measuring myself against something I didn't even value. That's, That's telling. And out of the lenses that you looked, and those lenses might have been a little bit foggy. Not everything that can be counted counts. Yeah. And it took me a long time to just realize that what I wanted to count was the quality of my relationship with God and the way that that impacted the world around me. So now it's the end of the day, and I actually see a question within a question because we're asking ourselves questions to assess the flavor of the chili, uh, to assess effects on target. How was today? How did I do? And that makes me first think, friends, don't try to do more than one day at a time. True. Bible tells us live one one day at at a time. time. So it's just today to do anything more. You can't be thinking about all the other targets. Let's just think about the target that we bombed today. Right? Can you connect all that? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So we may, we got to be careful that we ask the right questions because if I ask how much money did I make today? And uh, I know, for example, for moms, there are so many things that pull on the heartstrings of moms where they maybe feel on a given day they weren't enough to each of the kids. Did they do enough here? Did they do enough there? And now maybe you're asking questions that really aren't fair to ask, that aren't in alignment with your values. Yeah. Do, do you see what I'm getting at there? Yeah, I definitely do. I think it could be it could begin to get overwhelming without walking through this process and having it written down and really understanding what are your main three targets because oftentimes uh, just human nature you'll try to pick 23 at a random number, but you know, you're trying to do 23 things a day and you only get three accomplished. And so then you measure yourself by only getting those three done. But the fact is, is if you actually set it up, okay, I'm going to get these three things done today, or these are the three things I'm going to manage my life with, so to speak, so that I'm in alignment. And if I meet these three things in a day, then I've done well. This is so important. Those three things got to be written down. Amen. Friends, values, they got to be written down because otherwise the world can pull you around. So let's say that these are your values. Then here's how we debrief at the airlines. We debrief absolutely everything. And this is how it sounds. We say what went well. Right. And then we have these six categories. And it's written down on a little card that you carry around. And then after we say what went well, because you like to start with the positive. 
Then you say, what could have gone better? And again, you're kind of looking at these six things that have to do with crew resource management. And then the last step, which is so important, because if you look at what went well and then you look at what could have gone better, but you don't take it into the next flight with you, then it died there. And so you say, what are we going to do differently tomorrow? Well, I love something you often say, and this has to do just with a conversation, but you say, if is this gonna, conversation going to cause you to do anything different tomorrow? So, different tomorrow. Yeah. So if your values are written down, it's like those six crew resource management things. Right. And then when you say what went well, you're comparing against those six things. You're, you're, you're not saying our mission today was to drop bombs on a power plant and uh, what went well? Well, we dropped bombs on a dam. Well, no, hold on a second. <laughs> that's not what the mission was. And that's the same thing as saying these are my values and then saying what went well? I made a lot of money today. Well, right, whoa, Turbo, yeah. <laughs> what just happened there? We were talking about something completely different. And so this is where we're getting to this very important point. You got to do the work. You got to write it down. You got to reference it. And then when you're standing there wondering about how did you do today? What were your effects on target today? You measure against those things. You can't measure against things that aren't important to you like I did for decades comparing myself to that developer. Does that... Is that fair? If it's not important to you, why are you going to measure against it? And so, friends, this is really important. Uh, we're deciding uh, how good the chili is and whether or not we're having the results in our lives that we should and we're being honest about it. And it all should affect what we do tomorrow when we wake up. So stay with us. We'll wrap it up in the last segment. to defend this Recently, Ryan Reed was a guest on Courageous Christianity, and we want you to know more about his jiu-jitsu gym. Gracie Jiu-Jitsu is a place where you'll find good people and great jiu-jitsu. Whether you are training to learn self-defense, to get in shape, looking for a new hobby, or want to compete, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu in Huntsville, Texas has something for you. Log on to GracieUmaitaHuntsville.com to learn more and to get your two-week free trial. Log on to GracieUmaitaHuntsville.com. Huntsville.com today. Did you know that about 25 million Christians don't vote consistently? That's about one in three Christians, and that's a staggering and unfortunate amount. Many Christians stay home on Election Day because they think their vote won't really make a difference. But what if 90 million Christians stood united for Christ? We could have a real influence on our nation. God's Word clearly calls us to bring the influence of our faith into every aspect of our lives. We here at Courageous Christianity, along with My Faith Votes, want to see Christians boldly standing united for Christ. My Faith Votes is a nonpartisan organization that mobilizes and equips believers to pray unceasingly, think biblically, and vote in every election. Even though the recent elections have passed, now is the time to join with us and My Faith Votes to pray, think, and vote in all future elections. Go to MyFaithVotes.org to learn more about voting your faith and to stand united for Christ. Friends, welcome back. You're listening to Courageous Christianity. And this ministry is focused on real faith for the real world. And the real world is a spiritual battlefield. So as we talked about before, war is about change. And our time on this earth is supposed to be about change and growth. 
and the way we can be a blessing to those around us in their change and their growth as we all hope to find our way home to our Father in heaven. And so we're talking about war, creating a change in a system, and we've been talking a lot about pudding and chili. And <laughs> and making everybody hungry. And making everybody Good hungry. I it's and, lunchtime. Oh, yeah, that's true. So I, I hope what you're hearing in that is what I mean by chili is that if we've done the work and if we're applying it right and if we're assessing how well we're doing, it's like you put the ingredients in the bowl, you put the right ingredients in the bowl, your values, your mission statement, and then you actually did some stirring because there has to be action and there has to be cooking. you got to cook it. So you have to take action on these things you say are important to you. And then you go through the day, you try to be focused on it at the end of the day, you reach your spoon into the chili and you taste it, and uh, it should be good. And you say what went well in this recipe and what uh, didn't go so well. And how am I going to do it differently when I make it uh, tomorrow? If you ate chili every day, though, that'd be a lot. It it would. So you don't want to necessarily um, use this <laughs> metaphor right. with with that. But I, you know, one of the things I thought about is you have to start with the recipe written down. And um, as I mentioned earlier, there are people that can, like you, and the white chili that you make, really awesome. And each time, a little bit different flavorings, a little bit different sausage, things like that. And it's always great. But typically, for me at least, with a recipe, it needs to be written down. But then you think, okay, what could get in the way of me achieving that great chili, right? That could be uh, all of a sudden I'm decide to go my own way. Right. And so that can be to me, that's how I'm kind of wrapping this up um, in my mind about this process that we're walking people through. You've 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 got to um, either create the recipe or go get the recipe. Nonetheless, it needs to be written down and then you've got to decide to follow it uh, to make the the, the chili Um but know that if you decide to discard the recipe, there's a good chance it's not going to turn out so well. I wonder how many of you out there listening today are thinking, okay, where can we go and get chili? <laughs> I know. And it's already like 90 degrees out, well, you know, yeah. in Houston, if people are listening to it uh, in May. So let me ask some questions uh, along the the way of assessment If you've been listening to this series, have you looked at your values and strengths and developed a vision? Good question. I mean that genuinely because if you've listened to this series and you've heard valuable things and you appreciate it and you've thought, oh, that's a good idea and that's a good idea, are you doing any of the work required to change? If not, have you experienced any change? And I think these are these are important questions, and even that's a worthwhile answer to say, I did like this, I didn't do any of the work. And then you say to yourself, honestly, without vulnerability, there's no uh, condemnation. Scripture actually tells us in Christ Jesus there is no condemnation. Amen. And so you say, if I didn't do the work, and I like the way it sounded, and I like the benefits of being in alignment, and that felt really good to me. And I thought about what a blessing I could be to my family and the world around me. Why didn't I do the work? 
It's a great question to ask because then you'll get an answer and maybe it's uh, maybe the words that come out of your mouth are, I didn't have time. Truthfully, you probably didn't make time. Um, I know we all leave, uh, lead busy lives, but again, going back to that schedule, uh, you know, you can start small and do one thing. Um, and, and so uh, I think it's important to say, if you didn't do this work, start now. Look at your schedule in the next 72 hours. What 15-minute block could you give yourself and ultimately give God as a gift that you're going to take what we've been talking about and start? At least start. Just start. Just start. But here's something I think before I got to the just start, what I was thinking is I would want to do this battle damage assessment. If I didn't do anything, if I didn't do any of this work, did anything change? Good question. <laughs> because if you didn't drop any bombs on the target, then is there any battle damage assessment to do? And Right. And so ask yourself that, friends, because what it'll confirm in your mind is that unless you do something, there will be no change. And And here's the next part of that. When it comes to creating change and sustaining change, you can't do anything you have to do something specific because not all change is good. True. We're trying to uh, create change in our lives that lead us closer to God, that lead us closer to his values, values for family and alignment and community and unity and truth. And so did I do the work? If not, why not? Are you depressed? Are you stuck? Are you too busy? Do you need a little hand? Could you... Uh, Ask a partner to do it with you. It, it gives you an answer. It gives you an answer. Yeah. And then if the answer was, I did nothing, did anything change? The answer there is probably going to be no. Maybe you got a little more tired and you got a, a little further in debt or you got a little more unhappy at your job, but it probably didn't change for the good. So now what we've confirmed is you want change. It's got to be intentional. You got to do the work. And then you would you would say, how can I prejudice all of this towards success? Right. Uh, if you decide that you want to get in shape, for example, and you decide that you're going to walk for 30 minutes a day, if you now have somebody to walk with, I love your go- that's a big deal. I love that you're going there because, and I, I, I want to go back and get the study around this, but it's around accountability and people being told by their doctors that basically they're going to die if they don't change. And the percentage is so small of people making those changes, even when death is the outcome. But when they brought in an accountability mechanism, i.e. a partner or somebody to go work out with, the numbers went up exponentially. So I guess I would leave people with is who could you partner with in this change, in this transformation, in this boot camp? Yeah, that's a brilliant uh, opportunity because to talk somebody through what you're trying to do helps you get more solid on it yourself. Amen. Yeah. And then the final question is, if you have implemented some of these things, how's it working? What's going well? The uh, the, the tool you talked about, the debrief card. What's the debrief going well? card. Yeah. What's not going as well? Do you feel more centered? Do you feel more patient? Do you feel more loving? And then you would make uh, adjustments. And that's the truth, and it brings us to our moment of truth. 
As you know, in every show, we have a moment of truth where we look at scriptures which inform our discussion, and we do this to remind ourselves that this isn't the world according to Rich and Christie. This is the world according to God. His word is our first refuge. It's always relevant, and it never fails. And today, our moment of truth comes from Luke chapter 12, verse 48. And this, by the way, happens to be the scripture which is most important to me in my life. And it says, From whom much is given, much is demanded, and from whom much is entrusted, even more will be asked. Friends, Boot Camp is a series about developing alignment in our lives. As I said earlier, I picture that as a vertical where we start with God and we think about how he sees us and what his purpose is for us and how he programmed us to accomplish that purpose in our genetics and our values and our strengths and our passions and our experiences. And then we try and create alignment there so as to accomplish his purpose. I have to say this. In my Marine Corps life over 37 years, I've seen a lot of death. We all come to that end. Life is a vapor. It's a blink of an eye. And when it's done, we take nothing with us. When I saw my father pass away, I promise he took nothing with him. And that should cause us to ask, what is worth doing? What is worth God's grace and his investment in us? What is worth his love and the sacrifice of his beloved son on the cross for us? And then we focus our lives on that. And that's valuable. To make that happen in this world where we've been lied to for so long about so much, we have to be very intentional. Our thoughts have to change. Our feelings have to change. And our behavior has to change. And then we look for signs of change. Yeah. We taste the chili. We taste the pudding if we're King Charles. (laughs) For me, I'm a teacher and a leader. My values and my strengths and my passions and experiences lie in those areas. My desire is to serve God with those capabilities. I feel amazingly blessed to have survived combat tours and hundreds of missions in carrier aircraft. To be here with you in this hour that we share. I'm thankful for a wife who shares my heart and to be here talking with you now. All I've done and been through was to bring me here to the hours that I share on the radio and the way I hope we can all be better and grow and be there for each other. So my question to you is what's worth it to you? How can you create alignment in your life so as to bring all that you have and all that you are into the service of Jesus Christ? God has a beautiful plan for your life. Ask him about it. Pray about it. From whom much is given, much is demanded. And from whom much is entrusted, even more will be asked. To live in alignment with that is courageous Christianity. So friends, thanks for joining us today. We hope you'll join us each and every week here on 100.7 FM, KKHT, The Word, on KKHT.com. Your favorite podcast app, if you Google the show by name, or on CourageousChristianity.today, where you can listen to previous episodes by podcast. We're honored to walk with you in Christ. God bless and simplify. Yeah. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.